Hello and welcome to Wednesdays with the YP. This is William Davis, youth pastor at Clay's Mill Baptist Church in Lexington, Kentucky. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are always excited to have you on the broadcast for Wednesdays with the YP. Excuse my voice. We've had a couple of days of winter weather. It is cold in the state of Kentucky here on the first day of February for Wednesdays with the YP. And we are one month away, one month away from the National Young Fundamentalist Conference. If you haven't registered for the conference, I want to challenge you to do so. We'd love to have you to be here. And it's going to be great. It's going to be held in our brand new building. It's going to be the first service in the brand new building. And so if you can be here, we want you to be here. You can register at thenyfc.org, and it's going to be an awesome, awesome time. And so uh, that's one month away. So if you can come, you come be with us, and uh, we look forward to that. Um, thank you so much for reaching out to us. Got text messages and emails, uh, uh, folks listening to the broadcast. And, hey, tell a friend uh, about uh, Wednesdays with the YP. It's available on everywhere you get apps. Uh, you got to look it up for YP Life. It's the YP Life podcast, all right? The YP Life podcast. And so we want you to uh, to check that out and, uh, and take a listen to Wednesdays with the YP, all right? And so uh, we're excited today. Today I'm going to be a little more serious with you, uh, but uh, we're going to today talk about uh, how we lie, how to lie to your teenagers, how to lie to your teenagers. You say, well, Brother Davis, I, I don't want to lie to my teenagers. Well, I don't think any of us do want to lie. If you do, you may be in the wrong business uh, uh, or you may be in the wrong line of work if you want to lie to your teenagers. But I think some of us, uh, whether we want to or not, uh, we do. We do sometimes uh, lie. Now, the Bible tells us, obviously, we shouldn't do so. And especially as a leader, we don't want to be known or develop the testimony as someone who doesn't speak the truth. Uh, but I think there are some times uh, where, whether we mean to or not, we as youth pastors especially, uh, and as leaders over a class or a group of people, we will lie to our teenagers. And so uh, today I want to talk to you about how we lie to our teenagers. And so maybe this will help you just to not do so. You don't want your young people to to think whenever you say something, you know, is he be is he being honest or or well he doesn't mean that or well last time, you know, he didn't he didn't come through on that. You know, honesty is a big part. You want them to be honest with you, you have to be honest with them. And so four ways, four ways we lie to our teenagers. Number 1, let me say this, we lie in exaggeration. We lie in exaggeration. The Bible says this, Psalm 141, verse 3, it says, Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. And so uh, as we think about lying to our teenagers, I just want you to, to think about uh, you know, just asking God to, to help you to set a watch on your mouth and your lips. And so the first way we lie to our teenagers is through exaggeration. Sometimes, if we're not careful, we get caught up either in anger or in, uh, or in being uh, uh, excited or in planning or in the initial stages before we've done the research of an event or of, a, uh, of something we have going on, and we overstate or we, we oversay or oversell 
what we're talking about, and then uh, we exaggerate and thus lie un, un, unwillingly and, and, and unknowingly uh, and, and not meaning to, but we lie to those teenagers. And you say, well, I didn't mean to, but that's not how they feel. They feel like that they were that that they were uh, told that we were going to do this, and we're not doing this now. And so I have to. I want to be careful not to exaggerate things. Uh, if you're only having two, don't say you're having five of something. Uh, don't use half truths. Uh, don't try to oversell. Uh, uh, the, the story was told when I was in Bible college about the church that advertised someone famous that's known around the world will be at church on Sunday. Don't miss it. Uh, this man has been seen in everyone's house uh, before and, and uh, in, in your living room. Uh, and so everyone thought it was a TV star, a movie star was going to be at church and everybody was so excited and they were all telling all their friends and they were trying to get people to come to church. And man, the church was packed out there was people everywhere and and Santa Claus came out and the next week there there was only their core members at this church and for the longest time that church was known as the church that lied or the church that promoted a lie and so we want to be careful about exaggeration. Do I want a big crowd? Yes. Do I want my teens to be excited? Yes. But I don't want a, a crowd or an excitement based on a lie. And so I don't want to exaggerate or overstate uh, what is going on. And so then number two, let me say this. Sometimes we lie. Uh, we lie about exceptions or we lie uh, in exceptions. Um, when, whenever we as leaders... Uh, fall into the trap of inconsistency, which, by the way, is probably the number one eyesore in youth ministry and in, maybe in ministry altogether. Uh, when we fall into that trap of inconsistency uh, or we, we are not the same in, in a situation with dealing with different teenagers or different events or different circumstances, different situations, and we allow or we, we let go an exception, sometimes we get viewed as, as a liar. Well, we have to do this because this is what the rule says or this is what the, the, the policy is in our youth department. Well, when we say that, uh, that has to also be the case when another teenager does the same thing. I can't just say that when it's Billy and then whenever it's Johnny, uh, let it go. I have to make sure that, uh, that that I stay consistent. Otherwise, I've lied to Billy, uh, and I can't. So, or I don't want to. I definitely don't want to be known as a liar. So I want to be very careful. And so uh, I don't want to be a liar in exceptions. Um, if I am, then yes, there's going to be one of the kids or, or part of the group that, that likes me or that, uh, that I, I grow in their sight. But then there's going to be another part of the group that they think I'm a liar. They think I uh, favor a, a teenager or a part of the group more than them. And so I don't want to be lying uh, or be a liar when it comes to exceptions. Then number three, number three, sometimes we lie, we lie with expectations. 
with expectations. Now, we're not 100% responsible for this one, but sometimes we build this with big talk. This kind of goes back to exaggeration, but sometimes we build expectations and then we let down teenagers. And sometimes it's not just, uh, you know, for an event, uh, although it is, you know, come to this, it's going to be great, you know. And when I say that about the NYFC, I mean it. It is. It's going to be awesome. But if you if you say something's going to be awesome and it's not awesome, then there's a level of expectation to where next time you say it's going to be awesome, they're not going to believe it as much. So you either have to make it awesome or don't say it's awesome. Um, don't use the word, you know, we're going to have a, a lot of fun and then there not be any fun, you know? Um, so I don't want to lie when it comes to expectations. I want to be honest. Uh, I don't want to have big talk and, and make big plans and, and puff everything up. And then, and then there'd be disappointment because when there's disappointment, there's a level of, there's a level of the teenager beginning to think that I am lying. I am lying to get them uh, to, to come to the activity or to, to go with, with me. And so, so I don't want to be a liar. I don't want to lie in exaggeration. I don't want to lie in exception. I don't want to lie in expectation. Then number four, and last of all, I don't want to lie in my example. I don't want to lie in my example. Sometimes, let's just be honest, our words and our actions don't match. And when we don't practice what we preach, we're a liar. And uh, and teenagers are the best at sniffing out lying preachers. I'll have my teenagers will send me a picture of of a preacher or a post that a preacher makes on social media and they'll ask the question, is this right? And it will be a preacher that they've heard or that they know preaches different or has preached different before. You know, a preacher preaches against certain type of music, but then promotes that music on their social media. A preacher preaches on dress standards, but then, uh, you know, them and their wife are on vacation. And when they're on vacation, on they post pictures of of their wife in, in a pair of pants or, or in a pair of shorts and 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 then they say, you know, well, well, Brother Davis, is this right? And that sound of an uncertain trumpet is blown, and teenagers pick up on that type of a lie, the lie of example, where I, where uh, uh, me or uh, another preacher or someone has stood in front of them and said something, and and they have taken it as truth, and then not seeing that truth lived in our life. Listen here, youth pastor, youth worker, you can't be fake. You can't be fake and expect a teenager to be real. You got to be real. You got to practice what you preach. If you're preaching on soul winning, you got to be a soul winner. If you're preaching on standards, you got to have stand. You should have them anyway. But I'm just telling you, uh, you're a liar when it comes to your example if your words and your actions don't match. And sometimes we're guilty of that. Listen, I don't want to lie to my teenagers. I when I first came here 15 years ago, I I stood in front of my teenagers and I said this. I said, 
I, I want to be 100% real with you. And all I ask in return is that you be 100% real with me. I just want them to be honest with God about their heart, about how God deals with them, about truth. But if I'm going to ask them to do that, I have to do that. I don't want to lie to them. I don't want to lie to them in exaggeration, making something out to be something it's not. I don't want to lie to them in exception and lifting one over another. I don't want to lie to them in expectation and, and, and talking big whenever it's not big. I want to lie to them in example and, and not being what I say I am. I want to be real because I want them to be real. I sure hope this has helped you. And you may say, wow, Brother Davis, I, I, I've, I've failed. I've, I've, I've lied to my teenagers. Just like you would expect them to come to you and say, hey, I've, I've, li I, I've lied, Brother Davis. Maybe it wouldn't hurt some of us to go to our teenagers and just say, listen, I, maybe I've not been the best example. Maybe I've exaggerated a little bit. Maybe I've had some exceptions and I shouldn't have. But I'm going to try to be real. I'm going to try to be honest. Would you be honest? Watch and see if you make that type of a commitment to your teenagers. Watch and see if they don't, if they'll do the same. Watch and see if it don't change your youth department. When you go from just the show to the truth. Let's not lie to our teens. Let's give them the truth and let's be the truth. And until next time, keep serving the next generation.